This is the Australian Mobile DJ Podcast. In this series, we'll talk to them, get to know them and learn from them. And here's your host, DJ Bebo. This time we're going to the sunny Gold Coast, where you're probably seeing lots of TV ads at the moment talking about, come back, Gold Coasts, coming home. It's the Shepherd theme song. And a lady who is not originally from the Gold Coast, but from the UK, her name is Helen. She runs a DJ event company called Red 7 Group Entertainment, and she joins me on the phone right now. Hello, Helen, how are you? Good morning, Lee, how are you? What? I'm well. That's good. So you grew up in the UK, obviously, the, the voice uh, dictates that. It absolutely gives it away, doesn't it? Yes, I grew up in uh, Somerset in the UK, southwest. And uh, started DJing accidentally when I was 20 years old. <laughs> accidentally? What happened? Uh, someone called in sick yeah. and you had the uh, opportunity to jump in and play tunes. I did indeed. I did. My uh, my parents ran a, an agency and uh, were left short last minute and threw me in at the deep end. Oh, and wow. 20 years later, I'm still doing it. Wow, 20 years old and uh, back in the day, what sort of tunes were you pumping out? Oh, goodness. Um, when I first started, it was early 2000s. So it was like, you know, your Christina Aguilera Dirty and Beyonce Crazy in Love. Oh, the good and old Robbie days. Robbie Williams Rock DJ. <laughs> oh, wasn't that an absolute floor killer? I know, it- Kylie Minogue was so big over there as well. And when I moved to Australia 15 years ago, I couldn't believe that nobody requested Kylie Minogue. No, Kylie, uh, Kylie, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I've ever played Kylie. Maybe Haven't you? Not really, My no. Goodness. Maybe maybe like a um, gay and lesbian night or something like that, but that's about it. Oh, yeah. oh I can't get yeah, you out no. of my head back in the yeah. day too. Yeah. Oh, that was so popular in England. I played that all the time. And Jamiroquai. Yes, love Jamiroquai. I love the uh, funky Little bits. L. Yeah, so popular. Yeah, the big one here in Australia was uh, Cosmic Girl. Did you play much of that one? Yeah, we did, yeah. Yeah, we did, actually. And um, oh, what was the other one? There was another really good one. He had so many. Canned so Heat. Canned Heat, yeah. He lived close by to where I lived, actually, and I used to see oh, him. Oh, JK. Hair and by in his Ferrari. Yeah, did you stop and get his autograph or a photo? No. <laughs> <laughs> so you moved to Australia. Obviously, you met your husband in the UK as well, Seth. I did indeed, yeah. We met working at a radio station in Bristol, and not long after we met, we moved to Sydney. Okay. And what what, uh, what was your role at the radio station? I worked in promotions and marketing. I started off as a Black Thunder driver. Oh, yes, yes. So I was out on the street giving away prizes and um, meeting meeting the general public of Bristol. Nice. So you moved to uh, Australia with with your husband in Sydney. Um, I did, yeah. Did, did you get on the decks there or was it a little while until you restarted the business? Uh, yeah, I decided um, not to DJ when I arrived in Sydney and I continued to work in promotions and marketing but not not within um, radio, right. and I didn't DJ, and I really missed it. And then we moved up to Queensland very end of 2008, and I had two children, and so I took a little bit of time off. And when they were very young, I was I was feeling like I was missing out on something, and I couldn't quite put my finger on it. And somebody said to me, is it your DJing? And I said, actually, I think it might be. Oh, I said, wow. I really enjoy... 
I love my music. I love meeting new people. I love the experience. I feed off the energy. So I started my own business back in 2011. And I've been DJing on the Gold Coast and, you know, South East Queensland ever since. So when you launched Red 7 Group Entertainment, where did the name stem from? <laughs> Everybody asked me this. Um, it's really simple. Red is my favourite colour. Mm-hmm. Seven is my husband's favourite number. Oh. So that's how he came up with it. Somebody did say to me recently, a friend of mine, Nick, he thought it was something to do with, is it Star Wars? There's a, <laughs> a plane or a ship or something. Yeah. I don't, I don't know much about Star Wars. So, yeah, no, it's definitely not from Star Wars. Yeah, I was just thinking uh, when he when you said that, I was just thinking Red Dwarf. That's some sort of sci-fi uh, yeah. TV show as well. I, I do remember that TV show, The Craig Charles. Yeah, I've I've never seen it, but I just remember the name <laughs> and the posters and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Red yeah, Seven yeah. Group. So, is it just Red- yourself, or have you got a group of DJs working with you? It's predominantly myself. I do have other DJs that work for me on a contract basis. But um, predominantly, it's my, myself and my husband that run the business. Yeah. So when you launched, um, was there a specific uh, audience that you were targeting, like types of events? Um, I love variety. So I was keen to, to pretty much do any event out there. Um, I was doing a lot of weddings, but I was also very keen to do birthday parties going across all genres and age groups. And as time has progressed, I don't do as many birthday parties anymore, but um, I do have the odd one now and again. So I suppose it's kind of not so much as me wanting to, but it is predominantly wedding-based now. So many uh, mobile DJs just love the idea of buying new gear. Are you one of these DJs that love to shop for new gear uh, when you get a chance? I get my moment. I go through phases. Sometimes I am really excited, you know, when you get your your spammy emails and they say, we've launched this new product, you know, it might be speakers or it might be your your desk. And I get quite excited and I might go and, uh, you know, visit a few of the DJ shops and have a bit of a play around. But, yeah, it depends what mood I'm in. I'm quite up and down. I'm never the same all year round. What gear are you rocking at the moment? What are you using? I DJ from Tractor Software. So I used to use Pioneer Deck and um, I was finding, I was getting really frustrated with the mapping. So I've recently bought a Tractor Deck and um, I'm loving that at the moment. What is it about Tractor that you you like? Uh, Obviously you said uh, something to do with Pioneer uh, had trouble mapping. is there something about Tractor? Because I know a few people prefer Tractor over others, but I've never asked why. Um, I've not used Serato, so I can't compare it to that. In the past, I've used, um, oh, goodness gracious, I've had a mind blank. It wasn't Record was, Box. Was it Virtual DJ? No, I've never used Virtual DJ. Never used Virtual DJ. Ots, I've had a mind blank what I used Ots before AV? Tractor. No. Megasec? Oh, my goodness. No. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. I'm running out of ideas here. You just I know. It wasn't record Because I remember my Pioneer deck came with record box, you know, all yeah, yeah. flashed across the desk. Yeah. But when I came to put my music in, it couldn't hold the amount of songs I had because I've got like 40,000, say. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I wasn't prepared to cull my music. Yeah. 
And I I always feel like I need all my music with me, like my arsenal with me, just in case. That's just how I am. So, yeah, that's why I use Tractor, because it could incorporate all my music. And I create my playlists within Apple iTunes. And then it pulls everything through for me, which is how I like it. Um, But I do like the the user interface as well for Tractor. I find it very self-explanatory and I just visually like it and I'm quite a visual person, so for me it works. It's amazing how DJ has uh, shifted into the visual realm years ago. It was basically close your eyes and listen to the beats and Mm. now you've got all these other tools to uh, make your mixes sound so much better. I know. Like, I love being able to see the song in front of me in wave format. Like, that really helps. I think it does too. Like you can see the parts of the song, what's coming up, yeah. and then you can sort of plan ahead. Yeah. And, instead of just um, yeah, seeing it in like, your, in your mind's eye type thing. Yeah, and you can say, hey, there's going to be a massive crescendo here. Yeah. Or this is going to be like almost silent. <laughs> and you don't, you you learn not only do you listen to the song, but you look at you look at it, so you can you've got two ways of working out what you're doing. When it comes to other DJs, is there anyone that you look up to who you admire their styles or um, things that you've learned from them? Um, do you know what? This probably sounds really silly. I don't know why, but I really look up to my dad still yeah. with DJing. He, he's in his early 60s now and still DJs, and he started when he was 19. And over the years, I've learned my craft from my father. Yeah. And he's always classified himself as a personality DJ. So it's more about it's him up there doing his thing, whether it was in a nightclub, whether it was at a corporate event or whether it was a wedding. And it wasn't, it wasn't like he was selling the best equipment or what have you. He wasn't hiding behind any equipment or the music per se. He was there as an entertainer and he was there to read the crowd see what was happening, see what everybody needed and go from there. So I suppose I look up to my dad really and I've learned the craft from him and that that's the type of DJ I've become. I don't get hung up on having the latest and greatest technology with the equipment. I don't get hung up on, you know, what I do in terms of how I play the music. It's more about what music I'm playing and is it appropriate for the people that are in the room. On the subject of music, what are your favourite uh, artists? Um, <laughs> my favourite artists are purely based on my childhood, growing up, um, dancing, and the type of music that we played and did routines to. So I love Michael Jackson, I love Janet Jackson, I love Prince, I love Whitney Houston, um, I love Simply Red. Um, and I would say I'm probably more on the soul R and B side of things. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, good days, I weren't they? Oh, they were. I, I think it. I like music that makes you feel good. Yeah. Did you steal that from um, one but, of the radio stations you worked with? <laughs> pardon. Did you steal that line from one of the radio stations that you worked with? No. <laughs> no I've worked at a few that they've said that music oh, that makes you feel good. feel good. Oh, I know. It sounds like it, doesn't it? Absolutely. It a I just, I find some genres of music a little bit on the um, depressing side. Yes. 
Needs a beat. Or a beat to erotic. Play something I can yeah. dance to. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious, that's something that really infuriates me. When you hear somebody come up to you and make a request at an event, and they say, can you play something that has got a beat? And I yeah. feel like saying, every song's got a beat I that know, I've right? played this <laughs> evening. Or play something really good. And I'm like, that's subjective. Uh-huh. What you might think is really good, I might not think is very good, and somebody else over there might not think is very good. So... Could you be a little bit more specific? And then their response to that is, I don't know, you're the DJ. <laughs> I know. It's infuriating, is it? Because that's the thing with music. It's such a subjective thing. It's not objective. It's not this is right and this is wrong. Yeah. And that's why when I meet with any bride and groom or whoever's having the corporate event or what have you, I always say to them, you know, who are the people coming to your event? Because not everybody's going to be into the same music. You have to think about different decades. You have to think about different genres. Absolutely. It's all about the demographic and uh, their formative years, what songs they grew up listening to. That's what they're going to be into on the night. Oh, those formative years are so important. So important. And that's the thing, like, music brings back so many memories and emotions. I always find that you know, if you hear a song, it takes you back to a certain point in your life. And normally it's those formative years that draws you back the most. On the Australian Mobile DJ podcast, how do we get in touch if we want to find out more about Red 7 Group Entertainment? Uh, you can find me at Red 7 Group Entertainment Services website or you can email me um, and call me and all of those details are on my website. Helen Clancy from Red 7 Group Entertainment on the Gold Coast there. The Australian Mobile DJ Podcast was hosted by DJ Bevo and produced by Matt Fulton Productions.